place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now Hi everybody, you are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 158, where we do some strong recommending, but only lightly reviewing, of the best of the brand new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, May 23rd, the year of our Lord, 2018. In this particular podcast, we'll hit him with the hyen! I am your host, and of course, comic book advocate, Chris Latore. I hope you're having a fantastic day, mine's been pretty amazing. Thank you so much for joining us right here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. It means a lot to me personally, so thank you. Do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button. Go and check out the Sunspots Comics Podcast feed. There's a just, just giant. There's a ton of podcasts there. And please follow us on all the social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube. All in one easy-to-find place and name at Sunspots Comics. That's what we're all about. Uh, so follow us, please. We'd appreciate it. And you'll be fully up-to-date and informed on all things Sunspots Comics. So let's, of course, be humble and start with some thank yous. First, I want to thank our sponsor, PopUpTea.com. If you love a super ginormical selection of nerdy t-shirts, you are going to love PopUpTea.com. They've got them all. I mean, they just mash things together. It's just every selection you can possibly think of, from comic books to Star Wars to Pokemon, you name it. All at popuptea.com. Most importantly, though, use the promotional code Sunspots Comics and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order. Even the clearance stuff, the $8, $9, $10, $11 shirts, you'll still get 25% off if you go to popuptea.com and use the promo code Sunspots Comics. That's right, 25% off. Uh, they've been nice enough to give us a couple of bucks if you use that promo code. So please check them out, popuptea.com, and use the promo code Sunspots Comics for 25% off. Also, thank you to my friend Nick Papa George. He sang the theme song that you just heard just a few seconds ago, the Sunspots Comics theme song. Thank you, Nick Papa George. I wanted to give a little plug to his band called Solution. He's a lead singer and guitarist, and go to solutionmusic.net and also facebook.com slash solutionreggae for links to their music for some upcoming show dates. If you love feel-good rock ska reggae, you're going to love Solution. So check them out at solutionmusic.net. Also, thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori, for his work on our Sunspots comic spinoff podcast called Sunspot Scene. Sunspot Scene is my son, Jables, and some friends. They talk about movies and TV shows of all genres, not just the comic book stuff. Uh, so they also play a weird little goofy game sometimes at the very end of the podcast, so you have to listen all the way through. There are 16 episodes available. The latest one, episode 16, is where they do their review of the book and the movie Ready Player One. So check them out. If you subscribe to our Sunspots Comics podcast, you're already going to get it. But it's also available on all the podcatchers, and you can follow them on Instagram at Sunspots Scene. So thank you to Jables. So let's jump right into the Sunspots Comics podcast, starting out with some stuff that's been uh, floating around up inside my nerd brain. The first thing that's floating around in there, the very nugget of nerd that's lodged deeply inside my nerd lobes, is, the, is my Solo, a Star Wars movie 
movie review. So be prepared, semi-spoiler-ish alert, very light. You really don't have to worry, I'm not going to go deeply into it and cover every single point of the solo movie, but I'm going to talk about some stuff, so just in case you've been spoiler alerted. But let's start off with Ron Howard. He came in as the relief director and did a solid, respectable job. I know there was a lot of mess at the early sort of construction of this solo Star Wars movie, but Ron Howard just put it all together. His experience shined, uh, I think, mostly in the area of the acting. You, you definitely felt as you're watching this movie that the performances were top-notch up to the level of what Ron Howard has sort of always been very consistent with for us as, as watchers of Ron Howard films. So hats off to you, Ron, to coming in to the mess, cleaning it all up, and making a very respectable film. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich, uh, to me, the main actor, of course, he played Han Solo. He had the, the charm and some of the physical personality of Harrison Ford, the physicality of Harrison Ford, but it wasn't an impression of him. It wasn't like an homage of him, which maybe I kind of wanted a little bit more of, but I think that if Alden came on too strong uh, with doing an impression of Harrison Ford, that would have just been bad. So he didn't feel like Harrison Ford to me, I mean, or, or Han Solo to me in some moments, but, you know, you got to remember it's the origin of him, and so Alden did kind of his own thing, and I respect that. I think he'll... I think they were talking about trilogy of the solo movie, so he'll probably find his stride and where he kind of his comfortable spot of his of his um, charm and personality. But um, that's the only sort of minor knock, if you will, that uh, that at times just didn't feel Harrison Fordy enough. But like I said, too much of that probably would have been really bad. Um, this film, Solo, the Star Wars film, it did have a unique look from the costumes to the landscapes. Uh, but that's something we've come to expect with Star Wars films. But it definitely delivered on in that area. And I think that's also due to Ron Howard's sort of revised revision of what I've read about Ron Howard's sort of design of the movie. Um, but hats off to that. The look, fantastic, unique. Uh, the score. John Williams, of course, his original score, it, it was actually infused by uh, composer John Powell. And he definitely took the original John Williams' original Star Wars score, but twisted it to make it have its own unique, sort of updated, faster sort of tone. He definitely paid homage to, to John Williams' score. There were definitely tones there and sounds where he was very much, you know, just staying to the beat of the original Star Wars sound. But even some of the action sequences really stood out to me as being particularly good and different uh, for a Star Wars movie. So it was like, you know, positive and uplifting and it had a, just a, a great tone and beat and quickness to it that I really enjoyed. So hats off to the score, top-notch. You can always expect that with Star Wars films, but it definitely delivered again in that area. There were also some very nerdgasmic moments that I thought were fantastic. I don't want to name them all, but I will say that meeting Chewbacca for the first time when Han Solo meets Chewbacca, uh, that was fantastic. Uh, definitely nerd chills there. Um, and of course, Han Solo, the first time flying the Millennium Falcon, for me, yeah, nerd chills. Uh, I'm, I'm even getting a little bit right now as we speak. Yeah, bumps. Uh, nerd nipples on my arm but uh <laughs> also two performances that stole the show the first was donald glover as lando calrissian uh, he definitely found his own voice and his sort of own uh physicality to the to the role as lando but he definitely harnessed some billy d williams <laughs> most definitely and he was closer to an homage or a impression of billy d williams uh, but didn't go overboard with it, which I'm, I'm glad. So he definitely was doing his own thing, and I think, again, seeing Donald Glover as Lando and maybe 
the second or third film, I think we'll see that kind of evolve. And in a way, that isn't going to be over the top, I think, but we'll see it evolve. Uh, the second performance that stole the show for me was Lando Calrissian's droid L3, L7. Uh, she had so much personality. I also think it was maybe one of the first times we've seen a female droid por- portrayed. But um, L337, uh, at her heart, she was a, a rebel droid. And that I love that she just felt passionately, passionately about the cause of robot equality. That was uh, something that I did not expect. And I was so pleasantly surprised. Every second that L337 uh, was on the screen, I just smiled. <laughs> and uh, I think you're going to really enjoy that. There were a ton of others, but I'm just, the, as far as performances that kind of stole the screen for a while and you forgot about uh, Han, Han uh, was definitely uh, Lando and Lando's droid L337. Stole the show for a bit. I loved it. But overall, Solo was a fun, fast, heisty, action packed origin story of our scruffy looking smuggler that we all love. <laughs> it's a great time. I overall uh, give it a 4.5 out of 5 sunspots, an A-, minus. it's a buy for me, and I will be seeing it again, so high praise for Solo. I definitely kind of went in with maybe a little bit of lower expectations. I think I went in with sort of the same mentality of Rogue One, and then was just, wow, as this kept going, I'm like, I'm liking this, still liking it, enjoying the heck out of this. It's a fun time, it moves really fast, it never stops and gets kind of slow and boring, but uh, that's my kind of spoiler-ish sort of semi-light spoilered review of Solo, a Star Wars film. So go see it. It was fantastic. A minus, high praise, a buy for me. I'm going to be seeing it again. And the last thing that's floating around inside my nerd brain is that I'm actually creating my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. Yes, shameless plug. (laughs) I am so passionate about this. I have been wanting to do a comic book my own way since I was very little. And I'm actually doing it. I'm writing it, uh, doing the coloring and lettering. And a friend of mine, Jordan Hudson, is doing his gorgeous art. I wanted to plug his Instagram. It's at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. Check out his art. And also just a quick Zombie Destroyers update so you have an idea of where we are um, as far as as, as the process of making this comic book and getting it out to you. We're finishing up the last two pages of Zombie Destroyers issue number one, and they are looking phenomenal. Thank you again, Jordan, for your lovely art. Uh, if you want to actually look at it, see what uh, Zombie Destroyers, my comic book, looks like, just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on Zombie Destroyers, take a look at the six sample pages I've posted there. You have the cover, you have pages one through four, even a picture of Jordan's dad cosplaying at Rose City Comic Con as a Zombie Destroyers character that I created named Bruce. It's perfect. Uh, amazing. I'm still just uh, uh, just humbled by every time I look at the picture of uh, Jordan's dad cosplaying as a character that I created in my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, named Bruce. But check it out. Go to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers to look at my comic book. I would appreciate it. And next up is just a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. There are a ton of interviews with some great guests on our podcast feed, so check those out. But a few weeks ago, I posted a Spotlighting interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. It's on our podcast feed. He's an artist of this comic book that I'm loving through Dark Horse called Vinegar Teeth. The completed series is available now, all four issues. You can get them now. His art is just out there bonkers. <laughs> Bananas, wild, wacky. If that's what you love and you want to have just a, a ton of laughs, 
you're going to love Vinegar Teeth. Check it out. But also, Troy Nixie directed a film by Guillermo del Toro called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Guillermo wrote it, and Troy Nixie directed it. We talk about that movie and his comic book and a bunch of other stuff. Check it out on the feed. It's uh, on our spotlighting feed. Follow him on the social media, at Troy Nixie. But I'm super proud and humbled that he was nice enough to come and do an interview here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. So check it out, and thank you again, Troy. So if you yourself work in comics or you're trying to break into comics like me, I would love to have a conversation with you right here on a future podcast. Just send me a message. Maybe send me some of your comic books so I can look at it to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Or, of course, message me on all the social media at Sunspots Comics. We want to do our do our what we can here. Give some love and support those struggling comic book creators uh, that are, are trying to get their work out there so I can tell you listeners about them and you can check it out. So now on to the main course, the centerpiece, the sweet spot of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations where I share with you my favorite of the new comic books that just came out, the fresh, brand new comics for new comic book day, Wednesday, May 23rd. And of course, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. Really, have no fear. I don't really discuss every single interesting point that point that makes up a comic. I never even touch the last couple of pages. I leave them alone. I'll maybe at most say, oh my gosh, what a crazy cliffhanger at the end of this comic. But that's about it. But just in case you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. Also to see everything encapsulated, recapped, all of my favorite picks of the week since I started this podcast, just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on the pull list if you want to see the just updated 113 titles that I'm currently reading, which is cuckoo. Uh, I just updated it, by the way, uh, last week, so just go over to sunspotscomics.com, check it out. I Every single week I update it. It's a simple site to just be in touch and updated on everything that is Sunspots Comics, so check it out at sunspotscomics.com. And this week's art winner. So let's talk about the art winner and the cover artist winner of the week. I always pick what I believe to be the best in the area of art that just made me the happiest when I looked at it with my eyeballs. Uh, Of course, with my eyeballs. But uh, this week's artist winner was Paul Davidson for Moon Knight issue number 195. Follow him. Easy uh, to follow him on everything social media at Paul Davidson Art. Simple. He has an amazing, intricate art style, definitely in the vein of one of my favorite comic book artists of all time, Eric Powell. He uh, he just has that 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 monstery goodness feel to it. But Paul's art is hyper detailed. He draws these wonderful cartoon styled expressions. You got to see it. It's a little bit of Warner Brothers cartoons. At the same time, it's a little bit of Eric Powell. Like I said, I think Paul Davidson even kind of pays his respect to H.R. Geiger. You know, famous for the sort of Aliens movie franchise look and feel and so many other things. Just check out his art, H.R. Geiger. It's frightening, it's alien looking, it's disturbing, but also very beautiful. Um, So I think that Paul pays a little bit of respect there. There are some scenes that just remind me of it. They're inside the mind of something in the comic later and it has this H.R. Geiger-esque feel to it. But I also really even love uh, Paul's new Moon Knight design and outfit. He upgraded Moon Knight a little bit, but in some subtle ways. There's like these sort of almost like hockey equipment sort of paneling on Moon Knight as sort of like mini shields, which I really dig. Absolutely enjoyed. But talk about some fantastic lines. Go look at this. He's got a unique kind of style. That's Paul Davidson. Easily the artist winner of the week. Go look at Moon Knight. Issue number 195. Thank you, Paul. Your art is truly inspiring. Beautiful. Also, this week's cover artist winner is Daniel Acuna for Black Panther issue number one. 
I love it so much. Uh, everything about this cover. Even some of the small things like there's, there's like this purple starlit coloring that fills the uh, Black Panther title. I just love that. It's purple and starlit. Wonderful. We also get uh, Black Panther in this strikingly amazing, strong pose, front and center of this uh, cover. And just, there's just this amazingly detailed backdrop of this futuristic kind of cityscape that has all these little tiny lights and flags and alien creatures flying by. There's just a, a lot going on right here. And it is colored oh so perfectly. It's simple, but yet iconic and just gorgeous. I really want a framed print of this particular comic. Go look at it. It's Black Panther issue number one, our cover artist um, winner of the week, Daniel Acuna. Check it out. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous cover. Just so much purple and blacks and light blues, and it's just amazing looking. And the breakdown. This week, I actually read 16 comics, and three of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. Yeah, only list, only three. It's tough to make it to that great list, folks. So 16 I read, only three made it that I that I personally believe are great, which I'm going to tell you about here shortly. And new number ones, there's usually some. There were zero new number ones that came out this week that I grabbed and read, which is unusual. So if I miss some, please let me know. <laughs> but I, I teared through my normal lists and procedure of how I find the comics I'm going to read. And strangely enough, there are no new number ones that grab my interest or that I really saw there were very many this week. But now let's get into the top comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list, folks. So get your pencils out. Here we go. This is the brand new stuff that just came out. New Comic Book Day, May 23rd. These are my favorites. These are what I recommend to you to go buy these at your local comic book shop today. So here we go now. On to the countdown. There are three of them. So here we go now. The, the three of my favorites of the greatest comic books that I recommend to you this week. So here we go. Coming in at number three is last week's number one and the week before's number one is barrier issue number four barrier has been amazing i can't believe that uh out of the four issues three of them i i want to say all four uh, have been on the top pick list so that tells you something there folks but um barrier is of course the team of writer brian k vaughn and art by marcos martin it's just gorgeous uh right from the cover you have this strange alien flower that's both gorgeous and frightening at the same time. Um, we also get, a, in this, I like that we get a little backstory of Oscar, showing him in, in Mexico or Honduras. I think it's Honduras, but I'm not sure. Um, also, it's it's this backstory of him, but in an odd way that it's all in Spanish. <laughs> no translations, no asterisks at the bottom of the panel telling you what they said. So unless you speak Spanish, uh, you'll be a little lost by just reading the dialogue, but the art, again, this is Marcos Martin's way, he will tell you the story without really needing to read any words whatsoever. That is a master class art professional teaming with a top-notch writer, Brian Kevon. But you'll be able to tell without understanding any Spanish. I didn't have time to translate it. I mean, you probably won't either. You got a stack of comics. But you can tell. Just look at the art. Look at the facial expressions. You'll be able to tell kind of what's going on here. And it's a great sequence uh, that ends in a really WTF kind of way. <laughs> Uh, as these little kids are playing soccer and what they're using as a ball is frightening. But yeah, you got to check it out. It's a horrifying start to the comic and so many questions from it. But that's all I'm going to tell you. I've probably said too much, but wow. Um, so anyway, we have Oscar and Liddy. They are just trying to stay alive as this alien ship sends them into sections of the ship that are full of these strange like alien liquids. So they're drowning. They're in dr desperation. They're trying to stay alive. And that's all drawn so well by Marcos Martin, by the way, because all those emotions are really hard to sell. 
but you can feel it. You can look at the faces and know they're desperate to stay alive and to not drown. So you feel that tension. It definitely has this... You read it in like a second because the tension is there. It builds slowly. They're trapped in this alien ship. And it's just... Uh, it's You feel the emotion because of the wonderful Marcos Martin art. I also love the, the fundamental change here in the comic of just... Of, of Liddy and Oscar trying to just stay alive to where they ultimately are, have a moment to gather themselves, to kind of look around them, to try to use what they have that's near them and put a plan of escape together. I like that. They're like do or die as well. Like there are some things that happen here that that tell you they're going for broke. I mean, there's, uh, uh, there's not a lot of hope filled for them to stay alive in this insane alien ship, which is the alien monsters are like these strange flowery, pods filled with orifests in all places like i said last podcast but it's amazing uh oh uh, stay tuned all the way to the end there is some amazing bonus content in the back of the book showing some actual pictures of these crazy looking flowers that brian Kavon uh, put here he must have given to marcos martinez visual reference for the overall look of barrier but very cool i love it when comics pack some bonus content uh, Barrier did not kind of do that in the previous three issues, so lovely to give you that little extra in Barrier issue number four. And by the way, Barrier issue number five is coming out next week, so and that is five of five, and this is over-ish, maybe, I've read. But anyway, absolutely wonderful. But uh, coming in at number two is our, this is our cover art winner of the week in Black Panther issue number one. This is written by Tanisi Coates. And cover artist winner, Daniel Acuna for Black Panther issue number one, legacy numbered 173, which I appreciate. I think they should do it like that. It kind of gives the, hey, if you're new, it's a Black Panther number one. No worries. Jump in. You won't miss anything. Also for us loyalists, hey, this is actually 173 overall. How does that fit into the continuity? Um, I dig that. But... This is, uh, what if Black Panther combined with Star Wars? That's what this is. Uh, beautiful, beautiful art, by the way. Daniel Lacuna's style is crisp, clean, hyper-detailed. Uh, just so lovingly colored as well. It just gives you the, the fantasy, science fiction, otherworldly feel. Love it. Hats off. Wonderful, wonderful art team. Tanisi Coates has been writing Black Panther for a while, doing a fantastic job. He's an intricate writer. He's a very detailed writer. He's a writer that has done his homework on Black Panther and knows what he's talking about and goes deep cuts into characters that were in the Black Panther comics in the 60s, 70s, 80s, etc. Tanisi Coates is a, is a phenomenal fan of Black Panther. Perfect person to be writing Black Panther right now. Wonderful. But um, this definitely has a Star Wars feel to it. Uh, the gist. Ancient Wakandans used vibranium tech and left Wakanda, left the Earth to explore the galaxy. Galaxy, And that exploring kind of turned into conquering. <laughs> but uh, there's also this galactic empire that uh, wants galaxy domination as well. So they're at ends, they're at odds, the ancient Wakandans and this uh, strange galactic empire. <laughs> But uh, in between that, we actually see this man, which I believe is T'Challa, we don't know at this point, who's trying to escape this space prison, they're, be they're being tortured, and this man is has no name, he has no memory, he looks like T'Challa, has this strange sort of vision, continual repeating vision of a woman, um, this cat-eyed woman with, with lovely white hair that keeps calling him home. Maybe it's Storm? I'm not sure. But uh, cat eyes, very strange. But this is a sci-fi treatment of our superhero Black Panther. Absolutely fun. I want more of this, especially if Daniel Lacuna stays on with the art. 
because uh, the expressions are wonderful. That little repeating flashback of the woman with the blue cat eyes and the white hair calling him home, uh, it, it really just adds gravity to the story of this man, I think is T'Challa, trying to escape this uh, strange prison. How he got there, where is his memory? So many questions. Tanisi Coates is definitely uh, laying out, just sprinkling out some breadcrumbs at this point, not giving us... Uh, any big uh, chunky payoff. So we got to hang in here. We got to see where this uh, kind of arc is going. But I love it. It's fresh. It feels great. Uh, Star Wars and Black Panther emerged together. Your PB and your jelly just coming together in a wonderful, very cool way. Tanisi Coates, Daniel Acuna, great team. Check out Black Panther. Jump on number to right here at this number one or Legacy 173, whichever you prefer. But uh, great, great stuff. Great uh, number one issue. And I, you know what? Earlier I said there were no new number ones. This was kind of one. It's that strong of a start. But anyway, there weren't officially any new number one. So anyway, that's the number two pick. Go get Black Panther issue number one. Solid, solid comic. Fun. Action-packed. It just doesn't stop with uh, maybe T'Challa trying to escape the space prison. But here we go now. The number one. That's right. This is the number one comic book pick of the week. So here we go. The great one. The supreme leader. The big kahuna. This week's number one comic is Moon Knight. That's right. Issue number one. 195. Oh, we're just fantastic. And you got our team here, Moon Knight, by the way. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Artist winner, like I said before, Paul Davidson. Check out his stuff. Writer Max Bemis. But uh, issue number 195. Again, respect to the legacy numbering. I appreciate it. But Moon Knight has been a continual top pick in the past. Go back to the podcast feed, folks. Moon Knight is in there constantly. There was a fantastic run uh, drawn by Greg Smallwood, done by Jeff Lemire phenomenal stuff moon knight is one of my favorite marvel heroes of all time now based on the modern moon knight comics some of the old stuff was great i actually have moon knight issue number one but uh it's been phenomenal so jump on right here it's a great start of an arc to moon knight issue number 195 they are building a new baddie here it's a fantastic so perfectly paired bad guy it's called the collective uh quick gist that's really what the quick gist is is they're introducing a new bad guy uh, you have this, it's it's really kind of an odd walking pile of hive-minded goop. That's kind of what the character collective is, but it goes a little further than that. It's uh, made up of these five characters, all very unique in personality, that are ultimately feeling so very alone that they feel that if they go through with Maurice's experimentation, yes, evil genius Maurice, uh, that maybe they'll somehow collectively bring their personalities together to be one like-minded being which is strange in concept they all agree to kind of a inappropriate moment together in experimentation but it's a little out there but i loved it perfect fitting for our multiple personality disordered character of moon knight is uh, this odd collection of these four gelatinous goopy uh single-mindedly hive uh, mon- monster alien bad guy wacky but i love that it's an interesting group and you gotta love the evil genius Maurice. The way that that Paul uh, Davidson draws Maurice is something right out of the Warner Brothers cartoons to me. The classic cartooning style. It's just odd and goofy. And again, has that little tinge of Eric Powell for me. But I love inside of Moon Knight's head, there's a sequence here where his personalities, Mark, Steven, and Jake, even Conchu is there. And they're having this weird, odd conversation. Kind of about what the next phase is. Like, what are they going to do? And they're just all there together and they've and they're kind of they're embracing each other's different personalities. They know they're kind of all one and the same person, but some great laid out dialogue here from Max Beam. It's simple, 
but yet lets each and all of them know that they're individuals making up this one sort of brain body. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little sequence where um, Moon Knight gets to spend a little time with his just recently found out he has a daughter. So they have kind of a little family moment here, which is actually kind of heartwarming to give you a little of that and kind of multifaceted sort of feelings of this. You get the, oh my gosh, this is weird and odd with this new bad guy in the collective. And then, oh, heartwarming moment with the daughter. And this is what Moon Knight does. It's multiple personality disorder filled with with all types of sort of emotions and feelings. That's what you're going to get with some great action packedness. And Moon Knight is a billionaire guy with all these cool moon-like gadgets. And it's this is just a fantastic art. I got arc. I got to see where this new bad guy, the collective bad guys, the collective goes again. Weird pile of goop. But man, this is a great origin to a neat-looking weird bad guy. Jump in right here, folks, and I please, I hope that Paul Davidson stays on in art. He has this wonderful look. The heads are a little exaggeratedly large in a way. They kind of look bobbleheadish-y, but that kind of adds to this cool cartooning style. But when you see Mark, he's very much, uh, you know, your kind of Bruce Wayne-ish kind of handsome character. Uh, the main Mark Spector. The other characters, of course, have a different look to them, the other personalities, but... Uh, it's a it's a it's a mess. It's fun. It has some fantastic art. Uh, brand new arc and jumping on point right here. Moon Knight, guys, get it. Issue number one ninety five. Fantastic start. Max Bemis is on this for the long haul. He's been doing it for I want to say, I want to give him maybe ten issues so far, but he's really finding his stride. Fantastic cover, by the way, of all these red hands of the collective reaching out to grab Moon Knight and his his sort of hood is a little. Kind of, uh, it's it's a little flashbacky, kind of uh, 60s, 70s style, so I like that. But yet they've added some sort of new hockey paneling to them, if you will, like pads, sport pads, but are kind of shield-based. I dig the new look, dig the new outfit, digging Moon Knight all the way around. It's, uh, like I said, past top pick for many weeks. Check out Moon Knight. That's our number one comic book of the week, easily. Issue number 195 of Moon Knight. So there you go, folks. There you have it. That's the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 158. I hope you enjoyed it. Please let me lock the vault door real quick. And there you go. So those are the brand new, my favorites, my top-notch picks of the brand new comic books that just came out, new comic book day, May 23rd. Please go to a local comic book shop and buy these immediately. And then walk up to the counter and tell them that Chris from Sunspots Comics, the guy that works at Aftershock Comics, sent you over, yes, on a mission, to buy some comic books so if you have questions comments or you'd like a personal comic book recommendation just email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com maybe tell me if i miss some stuff i'd love to have your own personal recommendation if you send me something i'll read it and i'll give you a shout out on a future podcast check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com and would you like some free comic books all you got to do is just listen to some of the past Sunspots Comics podcasts to get some. There are some unclaimed Marvel digital comic book codes in past podcasts. That's right, of the Sunspots Comics podcast. So just listen to our past podcast feeds, grab the Marvel digital comic book codes, go to marvel.com slash redeem, and if you get it, fantastic. Let me know so I can give you a shout out. But uh, if you get that code and you go to marvel.com slash redeem and it works and you get that free comic, then it is yours forever to keep just as a little something, a little thank you for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. So go get them. Go listen to those pad, past podcast feeds and go get those Marvel comic book codes if you want some free comics. Sign up for our email newsletter at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. Also, check out our, our one of our other sponsors, cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian 
makes these sweet augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. You just gotta grab the Erasma app and your smartphone to make the Cryptid Zoo t-shirts come to life. It's so freaking cool. You gotta see it. But most importantly, go over to cryptidzoo.com and use the promo code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you will get 25% off your order. That's right. So go to cryptidzoo.com, which is C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-Zoo.com. So please tune in next week for issue number 159 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I will be reading a list of 15 new comic books for May 30th with two brand new number ones coming out next week. And hopefully they're great so that I can recommend them to you on next week's podcast. And please give a little back to us right here at the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Go to iTunes, give us some positive words and five stars. Do the both of those things. It really helps us here at the podcast. I'll even read your review in a future podcast. I'll give you a shout out and I will personally thank you by mailing you a little comic book related surprise delivered right to your door. That's right. A little something for me. Please subscribe, listen in, tell a nerdy loved one to check us out. That's right. Spread the word of the Sunspots Comics Podcast if I'm deemed worthy, of course, and you enjoyed yourself. But thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Until next week, spend some time with the ones you love. Go read some comic books and then bring those two things together. Worlds collide. That's right. Read some comic books with the ones you love. Stay nerdy and be like water, my friends. See you next week. Bye-bye. Comics now.